Yes, bend, break, burn, and blow. I don't think I said this last time. This is Josiah Dyer. I'm Aaron Kayette. Uh, we talked about John Don Dunn. 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 Um, so today and, and this one, we're talking why. Why? Why the Lord's Day? Yeah, because you have to or you'll die. And don't bring that strange fire or you will die. Or you'll die. Straight to jail. Look at that. Pressing timers. I'm on it. Two times in a row, baby. <laughs> We're only going to be five minutes over. Uh, <clears throat> so why the Lord's Day? Because you have to. The... All right, so... Well, first, we mm -hmm. can bridge the why from before. Right. This is when Jesus Christ rose his resurrection on, on our Lord's Day. That's right. Day Instituted by that's, our Lord. That's why it's that day. That's why it's that's why it's the day. Yeah. Um, why do we... Bridging from what we talked about last time also about the meeting us, right? So yeah. Christ, um, uh, upon his resurrection, met with the disciples... On the first day of the week, he appeared to them, communed with them, nourished them, strengthened them um, physically and spiritually. And uh going to throw this, uh, throw the terminology out there and we'll dissect it a little bit. That's why we hold to a covenant renewal service uh, for Lord's Day and why it is vital that the church as a corporate body gather together to be renewed by our Lord Jesus Christ, spiritually and physically, by him on Lord's Day. That's the why, in a nutshell. Yeah. Done. Done. <laughs> um, okay, so... <clears throat> Uh, why is it in person? Because <laughs> obviously we this is post um, COVID nineteen lockdowns. Uh, for whatever reason, it seemed to be that churches were non essential, even though what you just said they ought to be essential. Yet strip clubs and liquor stores and bars, well maybe not bars, liquor stores for sure. Um, yeah, they were essential. That's Convenience right. stores even. That's right. Selling just crap. Right. You know, they were essential. That's right. <clears throat> yeah. So why in person? Aside oh. from because the Bible says so. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> why in person is because he said to. <laughs> Jesus said to. No, because there is a um, there is a power in gathering together corporately with the other members of the body that you are, are a part of that you don't receive when you're doing it on your own yeah. according to your own standard there's all kind there's all kinds of things at play here there's there's a lot of different strings that you could start to pull and see how those are interwoven into the tapestry of why why corporately in person lord's day um uh, some some of them would be um uh 
the emotional nourishment that you get from interacting with the other members of the body. Yeah. Another one would be uh, the man. I'm I'm trying to think of uh, accountability that you get from um, interacting with the other members of the body and and them helping to hold you accountable in um, temperament and uh, form and uh, gusto. You know, there's all kinds of things that you get from that peer aspect of doing it. Um, also, there is the, the more ethereal and metaphysical or spiritual aspect of what's actually happening on Lord's Day, right? So that when Christ, where is Christ? Christ is, is in the throne room mediating on our behalf, acting as high priest, and we are his body. When we gather together on Lord's Day as his body, we are there in the throne room with him. Yeah, that is a true heaven on earth moment. That's a heaven on earth. That's an earth in heaven. In heaven, yeah. Right? Yeah. And so... Well, the, when we pray the Lord's Prayer, right? I'm saying, yeah. On earth as it is in heaven. But mm -hmm. and that And that is a general statement, but then that's also a specific experience on the Lord's day. That's right. right. That's right. Um, <clears throat> everything that we're doing and we can talk about, um, uh, modes of modes of, and, and liturgical processes and, uh, throughout the service and how they, they are the antitype for what, how God instituted worship to be done in the Old Testament, yeah. uh, the Levitical yeah. uh, processes, and how what we do now is the fulfillment of those. Yeah, and so we gather together in the praises that uh, we offer, and our own selves, and our um, confession. All of those things are integral to the worship of God and how he has he has decided that he would be worshipped and how he has revealed to us that we should worship him. And um, all of them are integral uh, or integrated into the corporate body doing this as, as one, right? And so then to remove yourself from that is is to um, remove yourself from the the way in which God has decreed that he would be worshipped by the body that he has purchased yeah. or the bride that he has purchased for for, for his bridegroom. For his bridegroom, right, yeah. for, for the son. And so we can we can we can go back we, into all that yeah we can delve into that more or in the show notes we'll we'll have some pretty solid links to some even more words greater word pictures um, right. and greater orators and writers that that have spent a, a lot of time parsing that apart pulling all those threads right, right. and letting us see the the through line from the very beginning to the Lord's Day worship that we experience. Interestingly, uh, there was a couple of plagues that happened during the early church uh, era um, in the Roman Empire, and it was normative for 
humanity to just cast out their people um, if they started to get sick. And and these are like real plagues, not like COVID-19, but like 30, 40% of the populace dying, half of city, whole cities yeah. dying. Um, and it was up to 70%, up to 70%. And it was because of this corporate worship, because of the church body coming together, even though there were members that were sick, which is, this is a big punch in the face for those of us that did lock down and didn't go into corporate worship and, and chose to make this Lord's day thing, a, uh, a, a non-essential, right. But that was the reason why actually the church ended up thriving through that. It was, it was God's blessing right. on his church body um, because they met together. And there was a physical aspect of that, of being able to actually care for one another. Um, there's an emotional uh, aspect to that, but there is also, you, you cannot deny when you look in history and read that, that there is not also a spiritual um, aspect to that. And all of those things are interconnected anyways. We can't, we, we pretend in our Western minds, we try to isolate them and categorize them and, and separate them, but they're not, they're inseparable. Spiritual is physical, is mental, is. <laughs> now, now I, now I get it. No, um, but yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. That's perfect segue okay. into nourishment. Okay. Yeah. Why? And so, yeah, well, and I was, I was going to go just real quick. Um, so with the why it's also not, I think the common thing is, oh, I'm going to go for in the Catholic circles, I'm going to go for communion. And so I can kind of skip the rest. Like I'm just going for only the Lord's supper, um, and, and more Baptist and, uh, big Eva, all those churches, it's more like I'm going for the sermon. So I can skip all the rest, hit the sermon mm -hmm. bounce, even bounce before the Lord's supper. Some people, yeah. Um, and big Eva, you might even just go for the music. Yeah. Or the music. Yeah. And, and different personalities <clears throat> will pick one. Right? right. But that is, that is, that is one bringing strange fire. Uh, and two, wholly rejecting this concept of the Lord's day. You don't, and it, and it's, if you don't know, you don't know, but now, you know, so, Hey, that, the, no, the, the whole of the, the Lord's day is important from beginning to end. And not that the Lord's supper has to be at the end, but I'm just kind of throwing it there at the end. And then there is spiritual nourishment. That is a why on the Lord's day, there is spiritual nourishment in that bread and in that wine. Um, also in meeting with the body um, and discerning the body and all of that that you do before you imbibe uh, Christ and, and eat of Christ. Right. Do you want to talk more about that? I mean, yeah. So obviously we're going to have a sacramental view of reality. Um, we're going to be saying that what you're doing in the sacraments has actual physical ramifications um, throughout throughout your life. Not attending Lord's Day is tantamount to, you know, one of the Israelites deciding not to go to the Day of Atonement. Um, like they, they just didn't want to, or um, they just absurd. ridiculous. Yeah. Um, or they just didn't want to go pick up manna on Friday. Uh, yeah. Right. 
or they just didn't want to go march around Jericho a couple of times. Um, but those things that they were doing, actually, they only worked because they were doing them. God's decrees, it, what the ways that God has um, told us that he wants us to act, the the blessings that are uh, that are accompany the covenant, they only are attached to those who are obedient in the covenant. They're only a, they're they only follow the ones who do the will of the Father, who actually do what He told us to do. And so, if if you're someone who would say, then, well, I'm uh, I've got my own relationship with with Christ or I don't need anyone to to do this or that I don't need the church I am the church I church wherever I'm at um because because Christ meets me where we are um yes Christ meets you where you you were uh with the hopes that you wouldn't stay there and you would come into the uh, come into the corporate body and if if you are if you are a part of the body who rejects the other members of the body, say like if I'm I'm an eye or I'm a hand, and I say what use do I have for the eye? I've heard that somewhere. Somewhere <laughs> you are a vine that's not bearing fruit. Yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna be cut off, right? And so those are the curses. Um, but the blessed there are blessings attached to covenant obedience, right? And those blessings are not just spiritual. They're, uh, they manifest themselves physically in, in terms of uh, the, the peace that they provide. And um, I mean, we won't go into we won't go into all that, but we will be saying in this very short um, uh, covering of, of why Lord's Day, that what we're what we're alleging is that there are very physical ramifications, to the nourishment or lack thereof that Christ affords to his bride and his corporate body during Lord's Day covenant renewal service. Yeah. And if you don't put any value on those or you shirk um, the responsibility that you have to uh, give honor where it's due, namely to the Lord and King of the entire uh cosmos on his day um then you won't receive those blessings and it and that's just how it works yeah right and well i think it's it's quite evident to look in the past you can you can see it much more clearly right um if you if you're again in the show notes uh we should have some some good church history where you can kind of unearth that but i think it's plain today that we can look out on the national landscape and our and our alleged national church body and see that we're suffering the the wrath the curse the the uh, judgment of not giving honor where honor is due. That's right. Um, and people, you know, I've heard someone say before um, that oh, you know, you. When you take that view, you just turn it into like something that God can do for you. Like, oh, you just want to, yeah, you like just want to go to Lord's Day, algorithm to be cracked, or so something. you can yeah. do the, that's right, so you mm -hmm. can get the blessings. Mm 
And it's like, no, that's dumb. And yes, of course. It's not a zero, it's 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 not uh that's a that's a forced and false dichotomy that you would say that just because um God demands worship and I am obliged to give it to him and I want to give it to him that somehow then I can't also want the blessings. Like what retarded line of thinking would that be if you were, if you wanted to give your child a gift, a present, you wanted to bless your child and they took the gift, but they, they weren't allowed to Absolutely. want, want the gift or yeah, they yeah. couldn't want the, so gift. the gift. You take this gift because I, I demand that I give it yeah, to yeah, you yeah. and yeah. You well, better not, not be wanting it for the horse. We're not seeing, oh, um, I'm only doing this for the gifts. No, we're only doing this because he is is the only one who's worthy of worship. That's right. But then there therein lies also that blessing. That's right. And we and, want it. And, and it's okay to want it. And it's to glorify God and enjoy him forever, right? That is the that is the purpose. That is the achievement of man. And if that is, it's like, well, well, what better way to showcase that than to glorify God on the Lord's day and enjoy the blessing that that is and the and the preceding or the following rather blessings that's uh, right that, that come from that. That's right. Yeah. So it's okay to have to do it and it's okay to want to do it. Yeah, it's okay. It, all that's okay. You that's healthy. You should want that. Yeah, that was good. That was a good. Why? Thank you for listening to this episode of Ben Break Burn and Blow with Josiah Dyer and me, Aaron Guyette. We challenge you: disciple in Christ, sharpen your swords, love your wives, and catechize your kids.